And shalom once again, everyone. Shalom once again. This is uh, Dr. Laris, Senior Pastor in Pamela Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors. And we're on a mission. And we have several parts of that mission. And one part that we have is to change church membership. Exchange church membership for kingdom citizenship. See, members don't have no rights unless, you know, getting buried in a the church burial ground or got some group insurance and stuff like that and things of that nature. But when you talk about citizens, citizens have rights, have rights. We are citizens of the kingdom. And we are after, and another thing we're going after, and that's this, to change, exchange religion for rulership. Come out of religion into ruling. See, rulership means that you take control of circumstances in your life and you dominate them versus them dominating you. Religion will make you feel good going through. But I tell you what, ruling will make you feel better as you go through because you have everything you need to bear whatever is upon you at that particular time, knowing this fact that you're in charge of it and it's not in charge of you. And then you have this to say and declare. These light afflictions are only for a moment. And they are working for you a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory. So afflictions are light thing and they just go to work for you. That's your employee. And some of y'all need to quit finding your employees all the time. You don't find everybody. It, it can't, it, it can't, they can't work for you. So they end up overcoming you. So those are the thought processes that we uh, are flavors in relative teaching the kingdom message. Now we are looking at redefining uh what faith is and this past weekend uh we talked about getting an understanding of purpose plan where we started and touched it a little bit getting an understanding of the purpose plan design for family based on kingdom concepts and i you know i've been threatening we're almost there in terms of getting into our family teaching you know we got fight for the family series we got Family Kingdom Concept, Family Series. We got all type of teaching on family. We're going to continue to teach it. That's the most important uh, uh, foundation that we have in this earth and the most important covenant that's here. Okay, now let's briefly, we're going to go to our notes and we're going to briefly review. And Father, we already have given you praise and thanks for allowing us to teach your word with the ability that you are supplied, that we won't fall short or go beyond that anointing, that you may be glorified in all things. Yeshua, we're in expectation of you confirming your word, with supernatural signs and wonders following. We thank you for it now. All right, let's look at our notes. Uh, uh, we went over, we already, uh, we got 10 points that we're dealing with for redefining. And I always say this each time we start, that if you have to redefine something is because the original definition has been distorted or been lost or rebelled against. The original definition, the uh, mind of the father, his will, his purpose, his plan relative to us living out of the spirit has been distorted to the point whereas when you hear the word faith, I tell you what, I want three people. Uh, before you uh, got impregnated with kingdom uh, precepts, uh, prior to that, when you heard the word faith, what was the first thing that came to your mind? 
three people. Just tell me what first thing came to your mind then versus now when you heard the word faith. Just real quick, give me three people. Go right ahead. Yeah. I'm Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, just uh, confessing scriptures and just, you know, saying, Lord, I believe, you know, this is already done. All right. What's already done? Trying to get something. Right. right. All right. Come on, uh, Ella. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of uh, just stepping out on the unknown and basically just do what you want to do. And the father will, will guide you in it. Mm hmm. All right. Can I get one of my sister in? Thank, I'm thankful for the brother in lead now. That's we need that. Uh, come on, somebody. One more. Yeah. One more. I, when I went back before the teaching, I would always think, okay, regardless of what I was in, I'm gonna say this and it's gonna happen. There's no discipline or nothing have to come with it. I just say it, confess it like you say, and it's gonna happen. Right. To get see the three common factors here was that believing to get something right to get something not a lifestyle but to get something and you know we just stated how important it is to acknowledge and be conscious of citizenship see citizens have rights and you know in matthew 6 33 uh, yeshua taught us this he said if you meditate think about daydream envision always keep your mind up on what his kingship and his dominion and the rights that we have then all these what things will be what added he never said to believe to get things by faith he didn't say that he said you meditate upon his kingship his ownership upon his dominion, upon, listen, our position of righteousness. See, our position of righteousness is what qualifies us as citizens that have benefits. When you meditate and think about our what? Benefits and our rights, things will be added. And when that is embedded in us, and we finally get impregnated with that and understand that it's easy to see the original mindset in terms of when we hear the word faith. Faith is it actually is living out of the born again spirit. That's what faith is. Actually, Galatians uh, uh, 5 and 15, 16, 17, right through there, is one of the best ex ex explanation of faith. One of the best ones. Walk, live where? In the spirit. He wasn't talking about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of the Father himself. He was talking about our born again spirit. The Holy Spirit of the Father is not responsible for our lifestyle. We are, we make those choices. If we live out of our born again spirit, then we will not do what? Fulfill what? The cravings and desires of the soulless man that's out of control. Out of the mind that has not been renewed. Out of the will that has not been submitted. Out of the emotions that have not been crucified. 
living by faith is living out of the born again spirit, a lifestyle that's being dictated by a born again spirit, a born again spirit using our mind, our will, our emotions, carrying the functions of, and the will of the father out through our body in the earth. That's why he said glorify the father in body and spirit, should be in spirit and body. The body, because what, what did he say about the body? The body is a temple of who? Holy Spirit. Where does the Holy Spirit indwell in the total makeup of man? The Holy Spirit dwells in our what? Born again spirit. Our born again spirit lives where? In our body. Our body is a carrier of our spirit and soul. We get born again. Now our body is a carrier of a Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit of the Father. That's why he said, use that body to be an expression of holiness. Okay, did, did I raise my voice? I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But I don't apologize. All right. And, and holiness is not revealing every crack and corner and bump you get. That is not holiness. Holiness is not magnifying and expressing the physicality that we possess. You know, people, bodybuilders and stuff like that, they want to be half naked all the time and say they're a bodybuilder or something like that and want to show their muscles and show their shape and show their thighs. Okay, that's operating from the outside in, not from the inside out. Holiness is living from the inside out. That's living by faith. And you know the word Iman. Emoni and Emon or Amen is the root word in the spelling for Amoni, faith, Aleph, uh, Mim, Noon, Aleph, the authority, spiritual authority of the Father's word governing uh, my lifestyle. Mim is what? The anointing. The anointing is in me. And anointing is in me is from the Father, and the authority of his word does what? Governs the way I live. And then the Noon, of course, a uh, son to inherit sonship what comes from the seed that has been planted the seed produces up his own kind my the anointing will produce reproduce reproduce after what its own kind the father produces up his own kind living by faith is a producing of who the father is and through us in this earth that means that my lifestyle in the earth is the same lifestyle that the Father expresses in heaven. Your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. Religious focus on what's being done in heaven. You understand? You see, that's the difference there. Religious always focus on getting out of earth to go to heaven. Uh, the citizens of the kingdom and the kingdom mindset person will always focus on bringing heaven to the earth. That, that's what he said. Did he, did he not say, your will be done where? Not in heaven. He said, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I heard my son say, uh, someone here or someone, uh, and they, listen, they saying some crazy stuff and it's getting crazier. But whatever you declare on earth, heaven will back you up. Whatever you say, the angels are there to make it happen. No, they are not. Whatever you bind on earth, 
helping to make sure it's no, no, wait, bro. Hold down, sir, ma'am. Stop, 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 please. The correct translation is whatever you declare legal and lawful in the earth must already be declared legal and lawful in heaven. We are in back, we are the ambassadors sent by another country, sent by the king into this country to colonize this earth. It's not the other way around. See, if he had to do what we say when we do it, then he is the ambassador and we're, we're the king. No, we declare and decree what's legal on earth based on what's legal in heaven. We declare on earth what's illegal in earth based on what's illegal in heaven. When we have that mindset and we do that, now we'll function and operate as what? Ambassadors. Check this out. I say this all the time. And there is somebody say about hearing something and we can just keep teaching. Listen to this right here. Ambassadors do not have a right to their own opinion. And you know, you can be talking to me and we say, well, I, I, my opinion, I'll say quick. I don't hear your opinion. I don't be, I don't be, be I'm not being mean. I'm being an ambassador, full-fledged, 100%. Because you told me you were the citizen of the kingdom of, of heaven, that means you don't have no opinion, no rights to it. No ambassador sent out from the United States of America to another country bet not ever let out of their mouth what their position or their opinion is regarding the position of the United States. Listen, the ambassadors carry and represent the entire nation the whole military, the whole banking system, finance, culture, everything that is a part of that nation, that ambassadors carry that with them, you see? So we don't, we don't, you don't, we don't have no opinion. We, we, are, we are what? Ambassadors. Therefore, we only, our position is the position of our government. Our laws that we prioritize are the laws of our government, you understand? So we find out what our rights are in the country that we have citizenship. Our country owns everything, everything. Our country owns it. Nobody owns Jack. The father is creative, creator. And by creative rights, he owned everything. I like to say everything. Make sure that covers everything. You know, so that's what Yeshua was talking about over there in Matthew. Uh, just find out. And, and see, that's why he said, if you meditate on me, the authority, and, and meditate on how I do things where I dominate and where I have legal ownership, you won't be asking for stuff. You'll find out those are your rights. You get a right to be sufficient, su sufficiently supplied with what you need. And you know what happens on the line of finances? When we return, when we honor the Lord first fruits, return tithes, give free your offerings, you know what we're doing? We're using our card. We're using our, our debit card. The money is already in the bank. 
So we're not using a charge card. We have a unlimited debit card that every time I do that, this happens. I activate my rights to wealth. I activate my rights to access uh, wealth. I activate my right to have my wealth protected. I activate my right not to live ever again from paycheck to paycheck. Over 80 is even higher than that. 80% of Americans live from paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, did you just heard that? That means if don't no money come Friday, somebody in trouble. That's what that means, paycheck to paycheck. Ambassadors don't live paycheck to paycheck. Ambassadors live based on the wealth and resources that's supplied by the home country who sent that ambassador out to do what they are doing. I heard, uh, and, and see, y'all just weren't talking, so I'm use Elder Demetrius. I heard him saying that, that that wasn't his problem, these people trying to come after him and come after what he got, what he done built and stuff like that. He said, that, that wasn't my problem. I wasn't worried about that stuff. He couldn't say that if he if he if he uh, was not a activator of rights, kingdom rights activist. <laughs> it's not right. You're not fighting me, bro. <laughs> you better look behind. You better look around me. That's who you fight. I'm not, I, I'm not here to represent me. It's not about me. It's about who I represent. That's what I'm talking about, faith, because it's been so distorted and perverted. Everybody think you got to confess 10 times. I believe you see my car. I believe you see my car. Oh, well, you got to tell, you got to describe what kind of car you want. I, I believe to receive my Lamborghini. I believe to receive my Corvette and it's red and black and gold interior. I be, oh, and then five years later, somebody tell you, well, you gotta, you gotta uh, believe to receive the insurance money to pay. Okay, I believe to receive my car and the money to pay the insurance. Then another prophet come along eight years later and said, what about the gas? You gotta confess that you have money to put gas. Well, I believe to see my car and the color of my car and the money to pay the insurance. And no, 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 enough of it. That's enough, that's just, that's just enough. Live out of your born again Holy Spirit. Meditate. Think about the King, Yeshua, yeah, 26 and 3, 2 and 3 said, He'll keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on Him. You seeing it? No stress. No, no worries, bro. No worries, mine. No worries, mine. No worries. No stress. I'm, I'm in peace because I keep my mind on Him. And I'm thinking about my position of righteousness that I have acquired through receiving and accepting Yeshua as my Lord and owner and him paying the eternal price that was put upon all mankind by the act of rebellion and high treason that all of our daddy did and put us in the position that we were in. You see, living by faith. All right, so faith is a way of living that comes from the way we think. Let's let's go to our points, and we're going to get down to where we stop at. But uh, just we may have some some virals that just run across, and we're catching their attention. So we we're dealing with these these ten points here. Faith is a way of living that comes from the way we think. Faith is birthed in the belief system. The belief system is full of ideas. Ideas come come from sources of thought. 
Now that's where that is where <laughs> we were. Now you know what I need. Um, I got you know what I got the uh, yeah idea come from sources of thought. We we want to uh, hit that and then we'll go into it where ideas cannot be destroyed. But first, I got to get the the updated uh, notes with the points on it. Okay, so my wife had sent it to me. Let's see here. No, that's not it. Uh, uh, Dr. Renee is on now. She's real good about doing stuff like this, and she was great assistant pastor. Some, sometimes, some some folk think a sister pastor is someone who teach when the pastor's not there. You need to find out more about that that situation there. Okay, uh, Dr. Renee, send me the one that we have our notes on. I didn't have time to find it because uh, I see what I had notated. I think uh, we never gave it. Did we ever give it to everybody? All right, y'all pull it up, uh, Ministry Tech. Go to those notes where it says uh, point number four, notes of point number four. I want our viewers also to uh, uh, get a hold of these. And Dr. Nay, you can send that to me. Okay. Let's pull it up. So ideals, I'm going to let y'all do that. I'm going to keep teaching. Ideals come from sources of thought. Uh, pull up. Let's let's hit this again. Let's go to Yokonon eight. I think around uh, forty three. Let's go to Yokonon eight, and I'm going to get those uh, from Doctor Renee, and we're going to look at this and where the Ministry of Tech pulled it up so our viewers can follow along with us. Sources of thought. I, I think is is justifiable, justifiable for us to go to Yokonon eight and forty four and for our new viewers. Uh, we address these uh, writers of scripture by the names their parents gave to them and not by the names that America gave to them, the colonizers. His name was Yokanan and not John. 844, pull this up for us, please, Ministry Tech. Yokanan 8 and 44. Let me get a reader. Let me get a reader. Let's go right ahead. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. He read. <laughs> Yet because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? I'm telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to Elohim hears what Elohim says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to Elohim. Now, is, is this, is this, <laughs> is, is this, I thought the Lord was always nice and he's so nice all the time. The Lord is just so wonderful and loving and he would never speak to me like that. Oh, he, you the main one he would speak to like that. Hypocrite. He said, listen, 44, he said, you belong to your source of thought. Okay. A better word, uh, uh, send it to me so I have it. A better word for father is source. When you're dealing with uh, teaching the laws and the government, 
of the kingdom of heaven and his and his uh mythology and, and the principles and the precept. Father equates source, just like C, the uh, the Hebrew alphabet noon and the ancient African neater is a picture of a seed sprouting. And you know, there is a eternal law of reproduction embedded in the seed. And that noon is in the spelling of the root word in Imani for faith, amen, amen. And uh, you had a high and a vav in there and you get amoni, which means to be established. When we establish and connected to our born again spirit by way of regeneration, being born again of the father in heaven, then what's gonna come from that seed is a lifestyle and an expression of how he wants us to live. Man, you could take that Hebrew word for faith, go back to the original, look at those letter word meaning, and you will have a much better understanding of what faith is. And like I said, then you understand why I say that Galatium uh, 5 and 16 actually do a, a better, is a better uh, explanation of what faith is versus just one word. All right, so he said, you belong to your father. Here's two sources of thought, the devil. And then uh, in verse uh, 47, he said, whoever belongs to Elohim hears what Elohim say. Why? Because Elohim is the father or source of their thoughts. See, whoever, whatever source I'm connected to, that's who I listen to. Get that? Put it on your T-shirt. Whatever source, whether it's Satan, who is the source or father of all lies, or is Elohim, the father of truth, the spirit of truth. Only two sources here. And we are connected and we are listening to one or the other, born again, fire baptized, tongue talking, scripture quoting, Bible toting believer. I'm talking to you. Whatever come out of our mouth is a direct product of who I'm listening to. Well, that's my thought. No, it isn't. All of us was born into this. As a matter of fact, Satan, Satan, the father of lies, was here before we were. Check this out. Lies were here before we were. You know, we don't even have our own lie. That lie don't belong to you. Just repeating what your daddy done put in you and put in me. Don't never forget that. And I've been very cautious about words. Even when I'm playing and joking around, I'm being very cautious about what I'm saying. Because of this, I know this, you see. So you get your belief system. That point, that point was your belief system. Wait a minute, ideals come from sources of thought. Now you have the kingdom school of thought. Y'all getting it? The kingdom school of thought. And you have the what? Religious school of thought. And what is the other school of thought? Someone give it to me. And I'm going to give you a hint. Yeshua rebuked them re re regarding both of them. All three of them. What is that other one? Anybody remember? That which is from Satan. 
No, I said, I said, I said, uh, no, it's enough. No, not not the fathers of, but schools of thought. What'd you say, Dr. Renee? Traditional, traditional laws of the elders. That that come on the religion. Yeshua said, beware of the teaching of the Pharisees. That's religion. Right. And the teaching of who else? The Nicolaitans. Y'all participate. I'm so excited about it. But if you're wrong, I got to tell you. <laughs> no, Nicolette, no. Uh, Yovin Hazan in Matthew Yahoo, he said, beware. I gave you a key keyword. And anybody on YouTube want to throw in your answer, that's great. Beware of the teaching. He used the word leaven or yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. That's still religion. The Pharisees and now the Nicolaitans mix their doctrine with what culture? Worldly culture. Yeshua said in my, Matthew, I keep giving you the book too. I'm not going to give you the chapter because y'all flatter and get the answer. Beware of the teaching of the Pharisees and of Herod, the government. Y'all remember now? Okay, so those schools of thoughts, you have the school of the uh, kingdom school of thought. Make sure you take write it down so you won't forget it next time. Religion school of thought and the government school of thought. Religion and government always sleep with each other. I'm using this term because everybody understands this. They're always in the bed with each other. They wake up with each other. Those schools of thoughts blend. The kingdom school of thought is totally separate. You, you catching it? So those ideals come from sources of thought. The sourcing of, sources of thought, what's another word for the original, uh, a original source of thought? What's another word for that? Precept. There you go. Precept. You see? That pre mean beginning, self mean thought. The beginning, original thought is what's controlling my inside, controlling your inside. And we think about that. And that's what we become. Ms. Leo said, as a person, what? Think in their heart. As a person, think in their heart their heart what controls the inside of us that's the way we are and then some of us look in the mirror uh we know we how we are and don't want to change just go just go on big sign flashing lights you do not make a u-turn here and another huge sign, hey, you, if you make a U-turn, we're not only going to pull you over and give you a ticket, we're going to lock you up for three months for making a U-turn. Oh, I think I can make it. Yeah, I can make it. I, I see you. I can turn right in there. This way, this way. That, that's the power of the belief system. That's the power of it. All right. Uh, we went to, let's go to Barashi 1 and 1. 
Yeah, because we was in this because we went to Marcus and pulled a whole lot out of there. Let's look at Barashi. Uh, not one and one, but uh, three. Yeah, yeah, one and one. And then we'll look at three and one. Let's go to one and one first. Barashi mean beginning in the Hebrew. Uh, that's Genesis. That's what Genesis mean. In the beginning, uh, do the interlinear. In the beginning, Elohim created the oat, the olive top, the oat, and is left out in all translation. Yeshua said, that's me. I'm the one he created. I'm, I'm the father's covenant. I'm the full manifestation. I left me father, authority of, his, of the father's word, the power and authority of his word, the spiritual authority of his word and his covenant. Yeshua said, he created me. I'm, I'm the one. I'm the leader. I'm the exact duplicate of the father's authority, spiritual authority, and his word that he governs by, who established the covenant. He, he, I'm first. I'm the one that did that. It also means a leader who was nailed to the cross. That's who the father created first. So it said, Barashi, Barashi, uh, Bara, Elohim, Et, Yeshua. He created the word Yeshua. And Yeshua, the word, created the heavens and earth. Barah, et Barah, Hashemim, Ha'aretz. Y'all see that? So the father is the original source of truth, period. Okay? He is the original source of covenant, of spiritual authority. All of it emanate and comes from him. Now, Remember, we was went over to Yochanan 8 and uh, 44, and we pointed out how Yeshua explained to us that Satan, when he used the word father, he was talking about a source. And he said, you have, you, you, you just like your daddy, his old ugly self, the devil, because you think like him, you act like him, and you talk like him. That's basically what he told him. Now, where did, where, what, when, you take scripture down for a moment. We, we're dealing with these sorts of thoughts that's in our belief system. We got to get this. Because we can't live out of our born-again spirit. And let me put it this way. Our born-again spirit would not agree to, would not get involved with, in, or engage in any sources that's coming from another father. Our born-again spirit always go against that. Now, let's go to, um, let's see where uh, this other source of thought came about. Because originally, there was only one source of thought, one father of sources of thought. First, we're going to uh, go to Yeshelia. Uh, is it 14 and 12? Uh, 12 and 14. Let's go over here. Call it Isaiah. Uh, 14. Let's look at 14. Yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, something. Come on, reader. Read. Let's read it like it's alive and living, and you there, and you directing the movie. Whoever read, that's why I want you. That's how you have to bring your audience over into your story. Go right ahead. Start at verse twelve. How you have fallen from heaven, morning star, son of David, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth. You who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above 
the stars of Elohim. Scroll up, please. I will sit enthroned on the Mount of Assembly on the utmost heights of Mount Zaphon. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself the, like the most high. But you were brought down to the realm of the dead, to the depths of the pit. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, let's move back to. Uh, uh, no, OK, I know what I want to do. All right. Now. Yes. OK. We want that one. And the other one is in Ezekiel, I believe. Let me see. Verse. We start at verse 12, right? Okay. Yes. Hmm? I want to go to, I think, it, Ezekiel 28. Ezekiel 28. Here's the other part. Yeah, go to 28 and... Uh, 11 now this is where he made these five these five declarations this is after lies were birthed by him he actually birthed his own lies now begin reading here at verse 11 Ezekiel 28 and 11 go right ahead Someone else can read if you want to now. The word of Yahweh came to me, son of man, take up a layman concerning the king of Tyre and say to him, this is what the sovereign Yahweh says. You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were Eden, the garden or the order of Elohim. Every precious stone adorned you. Carnelian, crystallite, emerald, topaz, onyx and jasper, lapis, lazuli, turquoise, and beryl, you said your settings and mountings were made of gold. On the day you were created, they were prepared. Verse 14, you were anointed as a guardian cherub, for so I ordain you. You were on the holy mount of Elohim. You walked among the fiery stones. You were blameless in your ways from the days you were created till wickedness was found in you. Through your widespread trade, you were filled with violence and you sinned. So I drove you in disgrace from the Mount of Elohim and I expelled you, guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. Verse 17, your mm -hmm. heart became proud on account of your beauty and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth and I made a spectacle of you before kings. Mm. All right. All right. Notice he said, you were perfect in all of your ways. Every created being that the father created that's in its original state is perfect. Well, 
if he perfect, and I, I heard people on TV saying this right here. Well, you know, there's some imperfections in, in God because he created a being that was imperfect. See, Satan was created by the Father. <clears throat> so that means there's some, some things, you know, about, and people just shouting and jumping and acting a flat <clears throat> baboon. They passed the market stage and went to the baboon stage. Some of this, this stuff, the market and just sat down and said, look, I, I can't do no default. Baboons take it over. I mean, talking some crazy stuff. He was perfect. Here's the thing that people need to understand. Malachim call angels, spirits, uh, ministering spirits that the Father created uh, to minister on behalf, have a will. Yes, they do. They also have this charge on them. You have a free will, but here is what's going to happen if you use it for anything else other than my will. So when he said that, he was saying, really, you don't have a free will because I'm going to invoke my will as a stipulation of the contract agreement that I have with you with your will. And that is, if you choose to use your will against my will, you never ever can be redeemed. Case closed, that's it, end of story. He chose, and I'm not gonna get into all the stuff here, you know, but he chose, he chose to exercise his will against the father's will, knowing the penalty that would follow. He knew that. And all the other spirits of fire in heaven, they knew that. And they still made that decision. So all of Elohim's creation, uh, beings with souls and spirits were created perfect. Man was created perfect. Adam being what? A source of all human beings. When he chose, he made the choice for every person that would come from him. That's how important fathers are. All right. Now, iniquity was birthed when he did that. What is iniquity? Lawlessness. He knew the law regarding his will and still decided to do what he's going to do anyhow. Stop sign. Busy traffic. Red light. Stop. Go. Let me use the word go. Go when the light turned green. Now you said no Texas. That's iniquity. Because everybody behind you now, you know, if ain't nobody behind no traffic, understand that you sitting at the light, don't try to jump and pull off when it changed on you. But um, you, everybody understand is that red means stop and green mean go. Green don't mean stop and red mean go. And you see it uh, all, especially in Memphis, you, we got a city of iniquified, iniquified drivers. They do what they want to do. And knowing the law and still, I'm going to do what I cotton pick and I don't care what that say. I'm doing what I want to do. You know, it's a spirit. It was birthed in him because he knew the law and still rebelled against the law. Now, 
And the father said he cast them down to the earth. Now that happened. We're not going to go there. If you go to uh, Hazan called Revelation 12 and 4, you'll see where he was cast to the earth. You'll see what happened. So we just are identifying because our point was ideals come from sources of thoughts. He birthed the lie, was the birther or a father or a source, a reproducer of rebellion. And then other ministering spirits followed him because of his influence. Now go back, I wanna show you this. All this has everything to do with what we're talking about. See faith, we, we gotta teach it like it's supposed to be taught. Go back to Ezekiel uh, 28. I wanna show you something here, what he used uh, to influence them. Uh, verse 17, he says, uh, your heart became proud on account of your beauty. Now, how many, you got what you call a modern woman out here. I'm going to use women because to me, still women look better than men. Men, just like I said, all men look like silverbacks to me. I just, I'm sorry. You're just not cute. You're a silverback. Okay. He said, on account of your beauty, your heart became proud because of your beauty. Now, how many, uh, I'm not bashing women neither. I'm using this because we all understand we're gonna identify this. How many women you know that's cute and broke? And cute and living or beautiful, but living from paycheck to paycheck or beautiful and selling their bodies to get bills paid. And because of their beauty, they uh you can take take it down for a minute because of their beauty you supposed to take them out back take them shopping i didn't know all this stuff was going on until i started watching youtube some different shows there uh you know you're supposed to take me out and you're supposed to take me shopping and you i'm thinking like are they for real is this a a a, a joke or a prank show or what and they they these people you live people they walking up on and every last most all of them because of their beauty, they get so much pride in themselves. And because of their bodies, so much pride in themselves. You see, no, no pride in skill set. You don't, don't have no skill set other than uh, putting makeup on and wearing the, the clothes that will always express sexual seduction. Well, you got me. <laughs> if it's okay. I'll tell my wife, I always had a problem. I always had a, I'm a country boy. I always had a problem with that. Don't you know it's about 90,000 of y'all that look like that? And, and you can't even boil water. What am I going to do with, with, if I want to look at it, I just, I'll buy a dummy and look at it or something. Before you go spend money on somebody that don't know how to boil water. Look, because on account of its beauty. Listen, when you think beauty, you equate that with the fashion industry. I'm going to show you what job he had and what business this joker got involved in, even in heaven. He took his fashion and the way that he looked and influenced those other ministering spirits. And then he says, uh, uh, your heart became proud on account of your beauty and you corrupted your wisdom. See, pride always destroys wisdom. See, being proud because of beauty, those are some of the most ignorant people you could ever meet. 
the scripture says pride destroys wisdom. Don't listen to nobody who pride themselves and the only thing they got is looks. You listen to a fool. And so I threw you to the earth. Now, uh, we're going to go back. Y'all should have the scripture because I'm teaching from it now. Now, here's the other thing he said about it. Let's go back to the scripture. Now, uh, Ezekiel talks about the fashion, right? Okay, now I'm looking for what he said, wickedness or iniquity through your business. Uh, trafficking is what the King, New King James, King James uh, used. I'm looking for it. Beauty. All right, I'm reading back up. All right, let me hit a couple points here. No, I don't want to do that because I, I, I get into it too deep. I don't want to do that. All right. Now, verse 16. Who? Verse 16. There it is, because it's, it's the NIV version. I can identify a new game. Yeah. He says, through your widespread trade, you were filled with violence and sin. Now, that word violence, uh, Hamas in the Hebrew, it actually means to be unrighteousness, unrighteous or unjust. See how it's spelled. That's a head, uh, mem, uh, summit look like on the end. All right. Now, this word uh, trade has to do with bit, has to do with business. Okay. So, he said, you were blameless and you walked among the, among the fire of stone. What he was talking about here are the other ministering spirits. He is talking about Malachim's called angels. God and cherub, not the praise and worship leader. He, his, 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 he was anointed. He was a musical instrument. He was a song, but he wasn't the only one. Guardian cherubs come in the millions. He was one of them. He was the one that chose to rebel out of the midst of all of them. Amongst the fire of stones, he was talking about other guardian cherubs who were just like he was. One, just one. All right. Now, so what he did now, was it Yeshaya, I think, talked about his tabarets, right? And his vocals. Before we go there, wait, wait a minute. You have been, I think, no, I think we need to stay with Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Okay. Let's let's find it. Let's go to the New King James Version. Go to the New King James and go back to Ezekiel where we were. What, 2011? You got the new King James? Yes. There it is. The workmanship of your what? See, the new the new NIV, I don't like the way they, they messed that up. But here in verse, where are we? 13, where it said the workmanship of your 
timbrels and pipes were prepared for you on the day you were created? See, the NIV leave all of that out for some cotton-picking reason. He is talking about his vocals and music that flowed from him. All right. Now we talk, we, we're dealing with the source of thought. Is what's is, is what's in our belief system. Those ideals come from sources of thoughts. Now, here we go. Now we have identified who is the two sources of thoughts, fathers of thoughts, one truth, one lie. And we see where this other source was birthed. Now you gotta, we gotta bring this in because of how could someone, all of us made just alike, we, we, we all can sing, we all can dress, we all are instruments. Uh, what did this group of ministering spirits, these guardian cherubs possess that if one made a decision to go against known law, what did they possess that would influence these others to do the same thing? That's why I was going over fashion. His dress, beauty is fashion. The fashion and beauty industry is amongst the top 10 money makers in this earth right now. I think they're up, up, up along around the top five. All right. Then he talked about music and singing. This is what they did. They carried influence. You see. And when he said you walk amongst them, that means you were one of the leaders who influenced them to continue to influence the culture of the kingdom with music and song that the father want to hear. See, music is culture. Music never is to be equated with the word. Never, ever. Well, let's just worship and usher in the presence of the father. It's culture. You want his presence? My word, not my music, not my song won't return into me void. I watch over my word, Yahoo 1 and 12. Not my music, not my musicians. I watch over my word. He's not a man that he should lie, neither uh, uh, mid, uh, uh, mid the Birum numbers uh, 23 and 19. I, I'm not a man that I should lie, neither son of man that I should repent. Everything I sing will come to pass, and every song I play, it, I make it. He didn't say that. He said, I'm not a man that I should lie, neither the son of man that I should repent. Whatever I say, I'm going to make it good. Whatever I speak, I'm going to bring it to pass. To Heathen 102, 20, his ministering spirits, they excel in strength and power. They're listening for the voice of his word, not music. What has happened is this source of lies took his influence when he made that decision. That's why he said, with your trade, with what you possess, your giftings that I gave you, you took that and you took that influence and influence those other guys to do the same thing you were doing. And he still haven't changed his MO. This is why music is so dominant and influential. This is why uh, the fashion industry, 
the the uh makeup industry the beauty industry the getting in shape the losing weight the adding weights the lifting weights all of this stuff to make people look better on the outside is so profitable because he is using the influence to promote iniquity this source of thought all of this have everything to do to do with it so that help us to look for things we know what to look for we know what his main carriers are. They are beauty, fashion, and what sounds good, what make you feel good. What releases dopamine? He know how to do this. His lies come with that. Holiness is not uh, uh, more popular than music is. Y'all seeing this? And some people, they try to, I posted some. I wasn't thinking about them folk. I'm a kid. I'm stick. I'm sticking with the word. Well, you know, I I played music, and people got healed. People didn't get healed because of your music. That that's not the word. You can't find me one scripture. Well, well, Elijah said, "Call, bring me a minstrel." That that minstrel was playing the Hebrew alphabet. Was playing the word. There is a musical note that go with each letter word of the Hebrew Olivet, Yeshua said, I'm the word, that's me. It was playing the word, playing Yeshua. That he, the word healed the people. Music is for the emotions. It's for the soul, make your soul feel good. Am I right about it? And when people's soul feel good, they feel better, they'll open up to the Father. But he never said he honor not one singer, not one that he never ever said that. Never, never. Music ushering the same culture or atmosphere that's that heaven possesses. That's what it's supposed to do. That'll only happen if it's what the father want to hear in his ears. I was watching video. These joker dancing. I mean, just gone, just just going crazy. I said, what is that? What the father want to hear and see? And they're not showing the father off. They're showing how good they quiet sing and how well they can dance and act a, act a baboon. That's all. So this 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 Holy Spirit showed me these things years ago. So I never I never got caught up in stuff like that. And, and I you see the whole world. All right, have Bible study when American Idol is on. Idol is on. Uh, what's the other song? This different shows they got where folks sing it. Have Bible study that night, Sam, and the people you have there. Have a prayer meeting that night. When Let Beyonce have a concert in Memphis and Jay-Z and whoever else is more popular and see how many folks show up at your, your, prayer, your prayer meeting and see how many folks. I'm talking about church folks show up down at the, at the FedEx Forum. No, just prove me. Show me. <laughs> That's the father of lies, and those are his primary carriers that's his culture that's what he get involved in it's a lie it's living out a lie for me to be a skilled musician and i'm playing for four churches on sunday getting paid only reason you're doing it because you're getting paid so just shut up would you do it if you were not getting paid no so case closed shut the courthouse down all right now let's go back to our notes. Somebody send me my time because I know we uh we hitting this pretty hard and it need to be hit. We need to wake up. 
We need to flat wake up. Just text it to me. We need to flat wake up. And you go on vacation, go to Hawaii somewhere, and you out uh, rocking and, and wobbling just like the other drunk baboons are. But but you ambassador, ambassador. Is that what the father want to see you doing? Is that what he want to hear? Well, Ty, just, you just, just, just have a good time where you got an opportunity. Well, you only get a chance one life, you might well enjoy all of it. Those are words of termination. Those are words of time ending. Those are not eternal words. What the heck you mean you only have one life? I thought you had eternal life living in you. I thought you were going to spend eternity with the father. Apparently not. It can't be true. But child, you got to go see the wonders of the world. You got to see this. You ain't, look, when this thing is renovated and the father set this earth back in place like he had it and the government and all the knowledge of the king and the kingdom of heaven connect with earth, you ain't seen nothing. You ain't even seen a glimpse or a vapor of what real beauty is. Go, go and see the corrupt beauty of the world. Travel all around. All that stuff getting burned. It's, it's, it's totally being changed. Won't even be a memory left of it anymore. You know, trying to make somebody think because we think too much based on the temporary, but people keep telling me that they have the eternal spirit. And see, that's not living by faith. That's living by the flesh. That's living by temporary. That's living by vapor. This life is on the vapor. So why should I focus on what's a vapor and not focus on eternity? This is why some of us are still having relationship problems and having individual problems because you're only focusing on what's here right now. When we do that, we deny. I said we deny the existence of eternity, of what's eternal. Because my whole life, listen, exit the American dream. Quit working to get a house and get a job and put and have a 401k plan. When you get to that age to receive all that stuff, you don't even have the strength to enjoy it. Other desire. Or you find yourself riding on, riding on the bus with some other people your age, looking at buffaloes and stuff. Set income, not able to do what you want to do. Because 35 to 40 years of people's lives are spent making the rich richer. Working like a dog, and before you die, they already got your replacement. Now you tell me that's eternal thinking. That, that's not living by faith. Working eight hours a week is not living by faith. Ain't no way possible we can live out of our holy born again spirit where the father's very Holy Spirit is present in us, who knows where all the riches of the earth is, who knows where all the wealth is, he, who knows what to invest in, what not to invest in, where to go, who got the witty inventions, who can give us what to do to make me. Uh, he is living in us, but we shut the door because we're so focused on this life alone. He have no, no responsibility or reason to open up stuff. Why should he do that? And I'm going to spend 60 hours a week slaving on corporate plantation or in some doggone warehouse. I mean, for what? 
All my life is depending on the money that I'm, the paycheck I'm getting fired at. Hopefully somebody's going to wake up. we got to focus on what's eternal. Living, we're not living by faith, living for what's temporary. You know. But pastor, you're in another world. You better believe it. My kingdom is not of this world. I say the same words my, my, my brother said. You know, and, and some look at me because I don't want to run everywhere. And and and, and I, I like doing stuff too, but I'm you're not gonna run me regularly run all the places that oppress my ancestors. So I'm not I'm not giving them a nickel. I ain't thinking about it. You know, I know what's ahead. I've 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 been to the mountaintop. And I've seen mm, the glory of the. <laughs> Let me stop. Y'all do know I've been to heaven. And Yeshua took me to the mountains when he showed me the vision. He took me to a high place. So I've, I've, I've had experience out of this earth. So I would be a fool not to talk the way that I talk. And I've been there and done that. And he didn't do it because I'm special. He did it because he knew that I'm a vessel that would tell others about what's in eternity and what's ahead. And this life, if you have hope in this life only, then your soul is most miserable. Appreciate everybody and shalom.